Welcome to episode 78 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Do you talk to yourself sometimes? I think we all do it. And there are times when we do it where we think, oh, this is it. I'm <laughs> I'm actually going off the deep end here. But there are some really, really good arguments and some good data that proves that talking to yourself can actually help you through a lot of different times in your life. And that's what I'd like to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. Hope you guys had a great week. I did. As we look ahead, it looks like it's getting closer to fall now. All of a sudden we get into August and it's like, yep, okay, this is starting to feel good, which is my favorite time of year. It just seems to to mean that things are going to get quiet for a second. Uh, before, you know, everything starts to gear up again toward the end of the year and all the fun times, holidays and all that stuff. So um, it's kind of, it feels good. It feels good. I enjoy this time of year a lot. Um, When I had kids in school, it was super exciting. It was like, oh, this is great. It's about to happen. And the reason that that kind of reminded me about this topic was that, boy, once I had kids that were in school and they all went to school. There were mornings when I would just be by myself at home doing stuff and I would find myself talking to myself about things, you know, like, oh, shit, I was going to do that. Or, you know what, that's, I'm not going to do that today. I think I'm, like just talking myself through things. And I just thought I never do that when they're home. But when they're not, I just felt this real sense of freedom to do a lot of things, sing, to talk to talk back to the TV, to talk back to whatever I was listening to. Like, it was just very liberating. And I just, I remember thinking at that time, nothing about it. But I know now the same thing kind of happens because now no more kids at home. There are a lot of stretches of time in the day when I'm by myself. And I do have the urge to just respond to something that's, that I heard on TV or on a show and I'm just thinking like, wow, I've had this real freedom to do that. And the same goes true with just my thoughts. Like even if I'm trying to rearrange something and I move it around, you know, get some new pillows for the couch, whatever I'm doing, moving stuff. And I just, you know, I find myself saying things like, no, that's just not right. Like I, I don't know, it's just a different kind of an attitude, a feeling of freedom to just really express yourself to yourself. And I, and I, I just think that's super interesting and it made me start to think about well we do have something in us that is just sometimes wants to encourage ourselves the thing is that negative self-talk seems to be just hardwired in for sure it makes it a really easy go-to especially when we need it the least we're always ready to have some negative self-talk and the impact of it is super underrated and it is not harmless by any means. Zig Ziglar says evidence is conclusive that your self-talk has a direct bearing on your performance. So just think performance, the way you live your life every day, doesn't have to mean that you're in a sport. Uh, It doesn't have to mean at work. It's just the way that you live your life. 
self-talk and the things you say have a direct impact on how you approach your day. So if you really want to make some serious changes in all areas of your life, consider that maybe at the root of that change is the conversation that's going on kind of like right between your ears. What you tell yourself about everything that goes on is at the wheel for everything that happens next. And positive self-talk has these really subtle benefits that can make a huge impact. It's about communicating favorably to yourself, even when you yourself don't believe it, which is really hard, which is really hard. Vince Lombardi says life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks that he can. And that's so true in life because We always hear, I've always heard that expression too, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's true because if you put your focus on something and you are just hyper zoned in on that and nothing else and don't let yourself let any of those negative defeating thoughts in, you will be able to get to a place because nothing is going to stop you. You're just laser focused. You're not letting anything else in. The only thing that lives in there is that goal, that positive feeling, that energy that you have that you're pointing directly at that goal. So I wanna talk about just a few tactics that you can use that really will pull this positive self-talk into your life. One is just encouragement. Positive self-talk is encouraging and negative self-talk is discouraging. So if you have kids, you've probably heard them talk negatively about themselves. And it's just like a dagger in the heart. You know, people don't like me or, you know, they didn't invite me. And a lot of this stuff went on when my girls were younger. And it's just those, just those painful middle school years. Man, <laughs> It's terrible. But when you hear them do that, you just want to, think you just want to pull it out of them. Just make it so that they aren't allowed to think those negative thoughts about themselves. But sadly, like I said, we're just hardwired to do that stuff. And it's the positive self-talk that we have to learn and create a habit of because the negative's in there. Our mind always wants to go to the worst possible scenario. And that's why those kids, that age group, and then pretty much for the rest of our lives, our mind wants to go right to the worst possible outcome. Self-talk can provide real encouragement and can uplift you and give you inspiration that can really, really boost your confidence and bring light to a kind of a dark situation no matter how bad it is. So one self-talk tip is stop using the word I. So self-distancing or referring to yourself in the second person or using your first name as if you're talking to somebody else has really been shown to promote speaking more sympathetically and more encouraging to yourself. So think instead of, I can do this, say, you, you can do this. I hate the expression, you got this. It's such a uh, middle age thing, I think now, but you know, you can do this. You can do this just as you would to someone that you care about. 
I find myself saying that, that simple lines like that to my girls whenever, even now, as adults, they are up against something that they see as insurmountable. You know, I tell them, say to yourself, you can do this. You've done a lot of other things that are harder than this. So you can do this. Studies show that when people refer to themselves in the second person or using their own name, that they're able to improve their ability to detach emotionally. And that's the thing. Because when we say, I can't, I just can't, I, 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 when we do that, it's just further like burning that into what our brain wants to think. It's creating this style of conversation where I am so connected to the words that there is just no hope when you start going down that road. But instead, sometimes, and it's weird, you've seen you know this little thing come up in little sitcoms where it's like, Mary, don't do that, right? And you think it's silly and it's like, oh my goodness, they refer to themselves in the second person. It's an effective tool. Studies show that, right? So we know that that disconnect from using I and saying, okay, listen, you can do this. You've done a lot of things in your life that are a lot harder than this. Don't let this pull you down. Just think of what you would say to someone that you care about and treat yourself in that same way. Use that same style, that same tactic. Like you're strong. You can do this. You've done things like this before and they were kind of easy for you so don't don't feel like you're in a different situation this is still you you can still do this so I love that one because the idea that it disconnects you from the advice feels like it makes a lot of sense to me you know because now I'm detached I'm talking about someone else my brain actually feels like it's someone else and that's awesome because then you can be so much more objective. You imagine like you would do anything to make your kid feel better when that happens or your best friend or your sister or, you know, when, the, when those moments where they're just shattered and brokenhearted and so down on themselves, you would do anything to make them feel better and reframe the situation. And that's what you have to do to yourself. And the only way to do it is to disconnect it from you and use the second person or say use your own name so remember that stop using i perseverance another great tool positive self-talk gives you just the push that you need to keep going when every little bit of you is telling you to stop it's a really powerful tool and it helps you get through those tough seemingly impossible situations so another self-talk tip is focus on the things you can do so maybe you can't visualize carry carrying out a goal because it just seems big. Maybe you set a really big, hairy, audacious goal, BHAGs, we call them at work. And sometimes it's great to set a big, hairy, audacious goal because why not? Gives your Give yourself the stars to aim for, you know? And then if you got to break it down a little bit and reevaluate in 90 days, do that. That's okay. But in this case, focus on the things that you can accomplish and just take small steps to get there. So let's say you wanted to start a little online business or a YouTube channel and you feel as though you don't know where to start. Instead of thinking 
there's just way too much, way too much to learn. I don't, I don't have time or energy or I'm not smart enough or uh, this stuff is just weird to me. I don't think I can get it. Don't have time to figure it all out. Start by thinking, all right, well, I can just start by watching some of these things that are similar to what I want to do by people who are succeeding at it and just see what I want to do compared to that and then break it out into small steps. Focus on what you can do. Maybe you can't, you know, have a full-blown billion view YouTube channel right now, but you can definitely start and just do one every week or every two weeks or more often than that, little five-minute YouTube video about what you're really, really good at. Tips, you know, people love their short, little, easy tips. And then you just kind of build on that. And as you get feedback and as you learn more, then it starts to get easier and then you might change the format. You can do that. And so the tip of focusing on what you can do is means just breaking it down into something that you can do and think about saying to yourself, I can do this in a, if I do it in this way because I can do this. I can do this one little step in this 30-day period. I can do this one thing. I can research. So that's great. Focusing on the things that you can do. The, the next tip is to focus. Positive self-talk can really help you get focused on what's important in this very, very moment. But you have to affirm what you want to do right now, and then that'll help keep your thoughts kind of on point, and it'll avoid getting pulled into negative stuff because you're focused. The negative things that you say about anything you want to do are definitely going to distract you and keep you thinking about all of the stuff that can go wrong and then that leads you down a rabbit hole of a bunch of like defeating and debilitating scattered thoughts so the tip on this to stay focused is to avoid comparison it's really really tempting to look at what everyone else is doing and then lose focus on what you want Because once you get sucked into that, you have knocked yourself completely off track. You are no longer focused on a goal. You are pulled into another realm where you're just looking at what other people are doing and comparing yourself to them. But focus on you. You have your own goals that you set for your own reasons, and you just have to commit to those. Those are the things that you want to accomplish and they're unique to your life. So even though, like I said earlier, you can definitely look at other people's lives or situations that might be similar for inspiration, but don't let that become the new thing that you want because you want what you want. You need what you need for your life. So don't, don't compare yourself because that'll just pull you in and you will your whole being will feel that it's not you as you go down this track of trying to adjust it to be like the person that you're looking at you're gonna feel very unsettled and it's not gonna feel right and guess what you're gonna stop you're gonna stop because you've compared yourself to someone else that you perceive as doing it better and right and you just got to stay focused on you next tip is stress positive self-talk can help in high times of stress. When you look at the bright side of something, 
or find the positive, the silver lining, you can definitely refocus your brain on the things that are good and it's going to help relax you and keep you calm. So a self-talk tip for that is to tune into your emotions. It's not always easy. Changing up a few words and self-affirmations sometimes just isn't enough. You have to learn to identify that inner voice because that's what's directing your mood at any given moment. So if you learn to recognize a tense mood in yourself, Take your time. If you feel it, you feel tense, you feel anger, you feel like you're you're gonna something's gonna get blurted out, or maybe you already did. Recognize that. You can trace those feelings back to maybe a familiar pattern of negative self-talk or negative thought loops that you've had throughout your life. Just trace it back. So a looping thought is a coping mechanism. So it is like a subconscious tool that helps a distressed individual escape from the present moment. I'm reading a definition, by the way. So coping mechanism, right? A looping thought is a coping mechanism. So it doesn't seem plausible that anyone would want to have a looping thought. You would think, well, why would a person want to do that? it does provide some good benefits. It's used as a way to distract ourselves from something we don't want to confront. So a lot of times when you hear, let's use the kid for example, saying this looping thought of nobody likes me or they didn't want me to be their friend or why doesn't anybody like, that's just a It's a looping thought and they eventually will use, or you or me can use that to cope. It's used as a way to just kind of pull your own accountability out of it and just distract yourself from something that you don't really want to confront. Like maybe it's like, okay, well, what is it? Maybe maybe you're doing something annoying. Maybe you have an attitude that makes them feel like you don't like them. If you continue to just repeat the looping thought, well, then you don't ever have to address it. And that's just how we cope. It's like this little blanket we put around us that just says, yeah, no, this is how it is for me. But you can really help this by one thing we talk about all the time. Have a journal for your feelings and write things down when you're feeling stressed or anxious and then work backwards to identify the source. What caused this? Where does this come from? When has this happened to me also in the past? This is familiar. Where is this coming from? You might be able to trace it back to something that happened when you were a little kid, some one incident that happened to you. The point is really, really tune into that emotion. And honestly, writing things down, journaling is the best way to do it. Because then as you look back through your journal, sometimes you're going to see a pattern. And you're going to say, this happens to me every time I gain five pounds, because all of a sudden I lose all my confidence. And then I start to go down that road. Those same feelings I can't do that. I'm not good enough. This won't work for me. So you'll you'll get to a point where you can recognize the source of that. So just 
definitely try to keep a journal or in some way keep track, even if it's if you're recording yourself. An audio journal is great too. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling like this today. How did it start? Well, I went, I tried a pair of pants on and they just felt tight and I was already aggravated and it was an even seven, right? And then we just go from there. And then everything just seems to, you know, attach like barnacles onto that one negative thought. And pretty soon you're just this big ball of negative. And that just that looping, looping thought is what keeps us from having to do anything because we're just protecting ourselves. I'm saying, no, I'm not in the mood today because I'm, I'm really busy with this looping thought, right? And that's sad. It's really sad. I do that a lot. I'm sitting here, I always like talking about, you know, it's not just, I'm not saying this because I think I don't do, I, of course I do. Confidence and resilience. Think about this. Positive self-talk can help boost your confidence and really help you be more optimistic. So we know that with higher self-esteem and confidence, you're probably more likely to achieve goals because you've planted the seeds of belief in your abilities. So consistent, positive talk can instill that really strong belief that things are going to work out and it'll condition you to find a workaround if you feel like you're going to get off track. And then the more you accomplish, the more confident and resilient you become. So that's another wonderful benefit way to think about positive self-talk. It will build your confidence. It'll make you more resilient. You say, well, I feel like that's, that might not work. I can already see. Let me just adjust right here because I'm going to keep going. And then you'll adjust and pivot enough times that it'll work. And then you'll be more confident because you accomplished that or you got some really, really good feedback. Research also shows that people that have a habit of positive self-talk may have mental skills that allow them to solve problems and be more efficient at coping with hardships and challenges. So when they study this stuff and they talk to people that have this habit of doing this, that's how they that's how they figure out that, oh, this is a person that speaks highly of themselves or has a great belief in what they're able to do. Then that makes them a person that doesn't often complain about hardships and challenges, but more so accepts them as little things that just happen in life. This is what life gave me today. I don't love it. I don't even like it. But I can't change it. And now it's time to adjust to what that reality is. All right. So, all right. How do we stop the habit of negative thinking? So, a couple examples. Um, about how to kind of modulate negative thoughts into positive ones. Got this from Mayo Clinic. So if you say, I've never done that before, and that's your negative thought, you might say, but you know, Mary, you could learn this. It's an opportunity to learn something new. Why should you stop learning? If you wanna always say, I'm too (laughs) tired or lazy to get this done, you can say, I, you can say, Mary, you could definitely fit this into your schedule. You have a lot of dead time that you do a lot of mindless crap. So you you can. Maybe it's just like you're very comfortable and you just don't want to get up because you've got this routine that you want to stay on the couch or whatever you want to do. That's what we need to translate that into. I'm too tired. I'm too lazy. I won't. I know myself. I won't do it. Well, you might. 
You might. You might just be in a habit. It's too big of a change. It's too much to think about. I, I can't even go there. Well, maybe it's time to start taking some chances. Maybe you could say, all right, well, maybe the whole big idea, the end result seems big to you right now, but you could probably do it in small steps and make a more of a two-year plan for it. Doesn't mean it has to happen in two months. Maybe it's a two-year plan and you need some small steps to get there. I'm not gonna get better at this. That's another thing you might say. I'm not gonna, I can't learn that. I'm not gonna get better at this. You can try again. Come on now, you can try again. That way didn't work. Let's try a different way. So those are just some little flips. So whenever you hear yourself say, I don't have the abilities, I don't know how, I don't think that will work, think about how can you turn that into, imagine that's your friend, imagine what you would say to them and then say that to yourself. And it's not that it's your deceiving yourself. Positive self-talk isn't deceiving. It seems like that sometimes, like you're trying to trick yourself. It's objectively recognizing the truth at the moment and really accepting that life is just going to have challenges and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to be fine. It's a real soothing, calming process that allows you to identify and obscure the negative thoughts and turn them into something that's hopeful manageable and helpful. Edward Mika says, loving or hating the life you are living is solely all in your repeated self-talk. Isn't that crazy? If you are not at the place that you want to be in life, and many of us are not quite there, you know, there's a few things we would love to see go a little bit differently. Think about how you're talking to yourself about that. Are you saying, well, but I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't have the money for that. I couldn't do that. Well, you probably can. Maybe you can't do it this year, but could you look at it and plan it out for two years and then break down the steps? What would you need to do first? What would you need to do next? You can do it. So I hope that was helpful today looking at the real reasons why you should embrace the idea of positive self-talk. It's really, really good, has a bearing on your mood every single day. So I hope that you consider it. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey friends, if you enjoyed the Badass Midlife Podcast, please do me a huge favor and subscribe so you can get every episode when it drops and leave me a five-star review and a comment. I'd love to hear from you.